Kelly's Taboo Terrors presents Disturbing Films for a Curious Mind. everyone to the premiere episode of the brand new aspect of Kelly's Taboo Terrors. I managed to convince Jess to dip her toes a little bit into the extreme horror world and watch some movies with me, or at least attempt to. We'll see how far she got. Today's film is American guinea pig, The Song of Solomon. It was released in 2017 and was written and directed by Stephen Bureau, the owner of Unearthed Films, from which this film was distributed. Jessica Cameron stars as Mary in a film I would describe as an extreme possession tale that is truly refreshing in its portrayal of demonic control over an innocent. For a synopsis of The Song of Solomon goes as follows. Mary witnesses the brutal suicide of her father, and his death unleashes the savage forces of demonic possession upon her. The end of days is upon the world. Famine, drought, looting, and chaos is ripping the world apart, and the Catholic Church is trying to save an innocent soul from the ravages of a demon. Wave after wave of holy men are sent to confront the possessed, but what is the Holy Church actually doing? The city on seven hills is working on the second coming of Christ, but before he comes back, the Antichrist must rule for seven years. The Song of Solomon's true nature is to unleash an evil the world has been waiting for since the beginning of time. So, Jessica, <laughs> what's your initial reaction to this movie? I love how you say, like, <laughs> the, they're sending in uh, holy men to, like, you know, save this innocent woman's soul. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. no, no. <laughs> like I said at the end when we finished this movie, it was just like, I feel like this whole movie was just like a giant plot. And really, like, the, the church is going to be behind the becoming, the bringing of the Antichrist into the world. And it, like, it was just, okay, storyline aside, I'm sweating. Yeah. Like, I, that was an intense ride. And I've, and it was, I don't know, okay, this movie is so basic in what it's doing, but it was so intense. And that was like, and I felt that way from the beginning of the movie with like the father screaming and yelling and just mm-hmm. having that rant and then slitting his throat and ripping his tongue out. I was like, oh, this movie's intense. And even in the moments where like, yeah. there is like a scene between the possession with like the Mary and the priest and her constant talking, I'm like, there's points I'm like, this is really going long. Like in a normal movie, I wouldn't like this pace, but I feel like, it should be a break for me but yet at the same time too I'm like I was clutching the side of my seat because I'm like something's gonna happen or something's gonna start happening Mm -hmm. like that yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so it uh, you're anticipating and so folks we literally just finished the movie and I've kind of been hyping it up a little bit because I like to have fun with this and Jess is such a trooper and it's an intense movie and it doesn't fuck around and it gets into it right away it does not you know it doesn't hold back and I, a quick thing that I'll say about it is I find comes to extreme films, it kind of just up the ante. Like for me, this is, yes, it's a possession horror film, but yeah. it just goes to the nth degree, right? It was, it's so very blasphemous. And I just, I rep- appreciated that very much. And yeah, Jess almost tapped out on the 45 <laughs> yes, minute mark. I did. So Jess, why don't, why don't you tell them what happens around the 45 minute mark and how that all I felt. was just like, I thought I was going to vomit. So at the 45 minute mark, and I think that's halfway through the scene where Mary and this woman, Jessica Cameron, she is a trooper. I was mm-hmm. impressed by her acting. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, at, yeah. you know, there was a time where I'm like, yeah. kind of comical, but then when she, the, the intensity scenes that came up, I was like, wow. In the scene, mm-hmm. Mary is literally 
spewing her guts, but not in like a, you know, City of the Dead, Lucio Fulci woman just like vomiting her guts out. It's like she is literally like pulling, like spewing up through her throat and peel. Oh, oh, I want to make myself vomit just thinking about it and just pulling her guts (laughs) out. Everything, heart, liver, stomach. And they would just stop in the scenes and just show it. And I'm like, okay, wrap it up move to the next scene like I'm just so used to like other movies like Mm -hmm. showing you that quickly gore scene and then moving away really quickly but this was like no we're gonna show you this for two minutes you're gonna and you're gonna listen to it and that was another thing too I'm like I'm wearing Mm -hmm. I do not recommend wearing headphones for these types of movies because even the sound (laughs) gets to you like at one point I'm just Mm -hmm. like I had to like rip my headphones out I was like no I can't. I just, the sound, I was like, oh. It was, uh, I think, highly effective. That was a point, because this is the second time I've watched uh, the film, that made me gag. There's the sounds of the retching. Mm-hmm. That almost sounds like for sure she's vomiting and this cracking of like her body just to get all those like her stomach and her intestines. I would say from a medical professional standpoint, probably the wrong order that the organs came (laughs) in. That's fine. It was really intense. And I feel like what got me the most in my gag reflex, it was generally fine this time around. That visceral reaction (sighs) the first time was a lot cringing and a lot of gagging is when she, folks, puts her guts back inside. And I was like, oh, and this is where like, mm-mm. yeah. So like, I I was ready to tap out of this part. At forty five minutes, I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, we had to like take a break. I had to like rip my headphones out. I had to like step back. I had to breathe. I was just like, <laughs> and I was like, okay. But yeah, at the same time too, though, I'm like, I want to know what happens. Like, how do they get the guts back in? Mm-hmm. I think this is like the horror, the horror fans <laughs> quandary. It's like. Well, now I want to know what happens next. <laughs> like, how can it get any worse uh, yep. than this? And I was asking Kelly, like, can it get any worse? I'm like, she's like, well, the guts have to go back in somehow. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, the two, there's only three ways these guts can go back in the mouth, the ass, or the crotch. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't know where to expect this was going to go. So, of course, when she started eating it, yeah. I'm like, putting it back in her mouth. I'm like, okay. This is better. I, I think I can handle this. But then, yeah, as she's like, she's she wasn't even chewing. She was just like, literally like duck swallowing it back in her throat. And I was like, oh, yep, oh, yep, no, but yeah, it it was touch and go uh, there. That honestly, Jess, I I had a feeling that I I had a strong suspicion that you were going to tap out at this point because it does, it is an extended scene. Yeah. And and I like your point on how other movies is either like stuff is implied mm-hmm. or it's very yes. short or it's super comical to the point that it's not even realistic yeah. anymore. So it's not even, it doesn't even matter. You know, it's not gross or cringy. It's just comical. And I thought it was going to be like that because like when the scene, mm-hmm. when like the priest is like face and she's like, show me your sins and his face is like melting and he's like vomiting. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. gross. But that reminds me of society so I like okay it's like I'm okay with this this mm-hmm. is okay but that it was just the combination of like the sound her movements the way she the way they just stuck the camera mm-hmm. on that scene like nowhere else mm-hmm. and like I said I mm-hmm. took a, I had to take a break and then of course my curiosity my horror that horror fan in me is like I need <laughs> to know I want to know what's next okay <laughs> okay we're gonna go back we're going yeah. back in Kelly's like are you sure and then of course I try to be a trickster and try and figure out if it gets any worse and I was just like is because of course in my mind I'm just like okay usually in possession films there's some kind of sexual element to them. Here is another thing. Kelly chose a demonic possession film for my first time of terror. <laughs> the thing yeah. that terrifies me the most is <laughs> a fucking demonic possession. I will not sleep because of those eyes. No. Those 
which was a great effect. Mm-hmm. A wonderful. That mm-hmm. was refreshing. I really liked that. I was like, ooh, the three eyed demons, like in the sing- in the eyes. I was like, that's yeah. really cool. I like that. She uh, goes between. Sorry, she goes because I I also really love the eye effect because it, it's it's in the mm-hmm. details, right? It's in the little details. Um, the three eyed demon, but also there's other times when she has goat yes. eyes. Yes, I noticed that. Yeah, snake eyes, goat Which, eyes. Uh, nice little touch. The three yeah. eyes. I was like, yeah. and just like how they would flicker in and out when she's talking. I was like, oh, okay, this is like. I like yeah. that, but yeah. So yeah, I yeah. I had to jump back in, but I also had to warn my one my partner at the time because he had gotten up to go get <laughs> something. I'm like, you need to be sitting back down at your computer, and you can't look around this way, or you'll be traumatized for life. <laughs> like you literally cannot see what's on my screen right now. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Jess was trying to ask me. She's like, does it get worse from here? And I was like, I don't know what that means. Like, in what? regard I don't I don't know worse than this what's worse I don't I don't know it's such there's everybody has a different threshold and and what they think is obscene or perverse or upsetting or disturbing well, in my mind I'm thinking okay the next step in this type of film because we, we we've got to have contortion happen soon that hasn't happened yet <laughs> and something sexually perverse mm-hmm. and in my mind I think of the exorcist mm-hmm. scene with Reagan and the masturbating mm-hmm. with the cross I'm like okay it's gonna be something like that and it's gonna be so in my face and then I was like so Kelly is is there some kind of fucking involved? And you're like, that's a trick question. I'm not answering it. <laughs> Did not expect the cape. Because in my mind, I was like, I thought it was something completely different. Oh. <laughs> this movie definitely goes places. It goes a lot of places. And it's, I was talking to a horror film critic, a friend of mine a little bit today because he had posted about this new film that says, here's our, it's a refreshing take on the, the demon possession subgenre. And I thought, really? Is it the really? Because anytime a movie says it's it's refreshing take on whatever, it usually ain't. Mm. And, you know, I feel like, and this was not touted as something like that thank goodness it and for me it really was I mean for me I do love possession mm. films it's one of my favorite subgenres. I'm always curious so that movie I think it was called the the vigil that's that's okay. coming out soon and I think I've heard of it I'm always curious about possession films I want to know kind of how they're going to go about it and Jess and I watched metamorphosis yes that yes was that was the most recently? recent one yeah. on shutter yeah and and some people are saying that yeah it was kind of refreshing mm. there's like maybe the odd yeah. element that was a little bit out of the ordinary but overall like these movies either end in three ways it's you know the person that's possessed is saved the world god wins goodness prevails there's a good happy ending or the priest sacrifices himself takes the demon into himself to save the innocent person a la you know the exorcist and that movie metamorphosis and so many other films or you could go the other route where the devil wins, which like never yeah. happens. And it's a very bleak misanthropic ending, which you ne- almost never see until but now. But this ending, <laughs> was it like, yeah, it didn't follow the same uh, lines of like, you know, priest struggling with his faith, which is usually how it happens or something like that. No, these priests, like, mm-hmm. they too. had no souls. Especially that that final priest is like, yeah, you have no soul. So I'm going to send you in to go and try and exercise this demon. And then you know all along, like I knew from the very beginning, this bishop was like mm-hmm. sending them all up like he was pretty much giving them all the mm-hmm. tools for the ritual for them to bring the antichrist to the world and then like yeah, i said i'm like much. it's a conspiracy <laughs> theory the catholic church has been on it the whole time they want the second coming of christ yep. so they're gonna make it happen yep uh, <laughs> oh yeah we need some conflict we need conflict 
for people to believe. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, especially, too, like, you know, they keep asking, like, the mother and the doctor, are you are you Christians? No. Mm-hmm. Are you believers? Are you, okay, are you believers? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I don't believe in God. Like, okay, heathens. Like, what? Like, what? A, oh. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. And, like, yeah, that scene, like I said, I thought... I, uh, when I saw like the floor bed post, I'm sitting, I'm like, yeah, something's happened with those. Something's gonna like, cause like my mind goes, and this is what mm-hmm. happens. My mind goes to places and I'm just like, oh yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna try and masturbate with the bed post and it's gonna be really graphic. And <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's what came into that, your head That today. popped okay. into my head. Of course I did not pop. Of course I didn't expect the priest to rape her or to have sex with her. Like mm-hmm. that was just like you know how like in those exorcism in the exorcism movies they always like hint to that right? Like the the demonic possessed mm-hmm. young woman is like you know being sexual and stuff like that and be like yeah we are gonna try and you're gonna oh, try yeah. and take over take this body and you're gonna do have like you know have sex with her and then this happens and I was like oh my god this is actually <laughs> happening We're- and it goes on <laughs> it's actually ever I'm like when is this yeah, gonna end? Yeah, I agree. Very romantic sex scene went on for a little bit too long. But, you know, like, when was the last time that priest had sex with a possessed woman? Like, it took a little while for him to, you know, release his demon. And I thought that would gross me up, but then I kind of, I was able to come out of it because I was like, okay, it's fake. I can tell now it's fake. Really good looking baby, though. Like, the little hands coming up and pulling out of the womb. I was like, babies are gross. I'm actually glad that... Antichrist or not. Yeah, I'm glad the baby actually just clawed out of the stomach and didn't come out the other way. Because I was like, I don't... Oh, oh, yeah. I cannot imagine yeah. what it would be like coming out the other way. So I'm like, you know, I'm glad that like clawed out of her stomach. <laughs> I was very disturbed by when she, I guess her like water broke and a whole bunch of yes. earthworms came out. I was like, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I thought snakes was no. next. I was like, oh man, she's gonna, snakes are gonna come. Like, <laughs> oh man. See, here's the thing. Maybe I should not get involved with these types of movies because I'll be like, guys, we could take it to another limit. Let's get snakes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's our next film. <laughs> Just Maybe. Uh, Maybe not. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I think for me, uh, there was definitely some questionable acting. Yes. I thought the Bishops was like the worst oh part God. of the whole yes. movie. His acting was... Terrible. terrible so terrible so flat so cardboard <laughs> oh, like i found his scenes kind of comical yeah. just be you know just because like yeah. it just yeah and the mother yeah i'd be like your daughter is demonically uh, possessed and yeah. you're acting like this is like oh she has a cold can you go check her upstairs oh another priest has arrived like like you said in the when we're yeah. watching the movie she's no ellen like there's she's no ellen Burstyn. nope well nobody is but uh well i mean she is revealed at the end to be i guess a Satanist, so an old school Satan worshiper and was welcoming the arrival of the Antichrist, but she put on a very terrible oh, front. She, she was not convincing. I was like, who is this woman? Are you even the mother of yeah. this woman? This yeah, woman. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, once again, the Jessica Cameron who plays Mary, wow. I like I yeah. said, like to 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 make people feel that uncomfortable watching it. And yeah, there are points where it's just like, oh yeah, come on, like these scenes with her talking really long, but then just like kind of interesting some of the things that she's saying. I was just like Mm-hmm. Okay, you have some points here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I thought she was definitely, besides obviously the star of the movie, but she was like the standout performance for me. I thought that she was pretty incredible. Yeah. I thought she did a great job and like she got really gross. She wanted to get down and dirty yeah. and she wasn't afraid. And like, if you see pictures of her, she's also a model and like she's very beautiful and she just got really... 
icky for this role and she gave it her all and I found it even more compelling watching it the second time because the first time going in I didn't really know kind of what to expect yeah but second time around yeah there's a lot there's a lot of um, exposition, I guess you could call it. There's a lot of talking, but I found it fascinating. I was like, oh, this is like the most religious possession film I have ever seen. And I, again, for refreshing, and I really respect and appreciate that a lot. It was like super blasphemous, very scandalous, and then like also very religious in, on the other hand. And I just, I really enjoyed that about it. Really did. Yeah, and like I said, when I was watching the film, I just felt tense the whole time and- and just waiting mm-hmm. for what was going to happen next. And I haven't felt that. Like, I think the last <laughs> time I felt that was when I was watching uh, Host recently from Shudder. But, like, for a possession yeah. film, like, yeah, possession films scare me and stuff like that. But sometimes I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. But this time I was like, I don't know yeah. what to expect because they're going to go there. I know this film's going to take me somewhere that I'm not ready for. Yeah. Well, possession films, as we know, they follow all the common mm. tropes. It's like a paint by numbers. Whenever you watch a possession film, you know exactly what's going to yes. happen. Yes. Very rarely am I surprised by a possession horror film uh, again until now so um, yeah it definitely it goes to places and uh, I was really really thankful for that and grateful because I enjoy it I enjoy it very much yeah final thoughts Jess final thoughts on your first experience watching I'm going to call a Kelly movie but a taboo terrors really your first kind of extreme horror film you've watched some new French extremity which definitely has some those are intense graphic and violent movies. Would you say, like, how does this compare to other stuff that you have seen? I would say, I like I said, I haven't felt so disadrenaline in a long time. Like, the fact that I am kind of, like, I'm sweating, mm-hmm. I'm warm, my heart's mm-hmm. kind of racing, because mm-hmm. it's just, like, to compare it to New French Extremity, like, yes, I agree, like, New French Extremity, I am, I'm enjoying it as a, as a genre, but has a different tone to it that makes it more mysterious to me mm-hmm. and also makes it more of um, I'm trying to understand the story as I'm going like and like I said earlier like sometimes some of those graphic scenes happen but they happen so quickly and I feel like that like they come out of nowhere but that's what but with these ones like I just didn't know what to expect because this pacing for this movie was just like it threw me off mm-hmm. and even then like those slow exposition mm-hmm. moments of talking those slow moments carry on mm-hmm. in the most visceral scenes of the movie and you just you're mm-hmm. not it's non-stop so and mm-hmm. I've also have not like I've seen some you know more recently graphic stuff like I watched the Evil Dead the remake and yeah there were scenes I was like oh no Mm -hmm. I can't but Mm -hmm. to actually I have not in a long time stopped a movie and wondered if I'm going to go back to it and Mm -hmm. wondered if Mm -hmm. I am actually feeling physically ill like I'm just like but at the same time too still curious about where it's going to go and still wanting to feel that adrenaline feeling yeah so this was interesting and like I said in, in not only too in terms of like the graphics are fascinating, you know, the fact to go to that mm-hmm. limit with these films, but then also too, like, kind of like the the commentary and the message and message in this film as well, too. And I can see where Kelly, when you're watching these movies, how they have a commentary on another thing. They're they're comment they're commenting on a system. They're commenting on a religious organization, this a belief system that makes people victims of other people's cruelty and other people's malice and other people's power, uh, thirst for power. Because at the end, you know, right. Mm-hmm. It's another group of people deciding, you know, how the world's going to end. Or So I think that was really interesting, yeah. too. So I can see where these films, they have their place. I will need a break before I go to another one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, I would say this curious mind has yeah. been peaked, but I, I definitely knew it need a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These, these films will linger. Yes. Linger on the violence. They're going to linger on your wonderful, fantastic practical effects. They're like, they're going to get you in there. They're going to, they're not going to turn away. And it's one of the many reasons what I love about them is that they put you in there. It's not going to be implied. It's, it's going to show you everything. This will stay you, on my mind can, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, you can't look away or like you can, but like, there's no opportunity. There's no, there's no letting up. Like you're going this, I feel like these films are, they're an experienced and through and through mentally, emotionally, and yeah. physically, which is why I am so in love with them. They're so fast. It's like you have a cathartic experience every time you finish one. You're like, whew. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet you're kind of exhausted right now. I feel you? tired. I do. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, well, those were our final thoughts. And that was episode one of Disturbing Films for a Curious Mind. Also, Jess's first visual foray into Kelly's Taboo Terrors. And hopefully she'll be back. Well, listeners, you're just going to have to wait to find out. And until next time, stay grim. Stay grim.